Welcome to Level Up. I'm Sherelle. And I'm Danny. And this is the podcast where we talk about health, fitness, and mindset. We are back. What is going on? I'm staring you right in the eyes. (laughs) We are in the studio, guys, and it feels so weird to be here because we've done so many episodes now and mostly via Zoom. So it's so weird to see Danny in person. We have definitely levelled up. There are microphones in front of us. There are all these fancy cameras. We have our amazing producer and Becky on the camera. There's like so many people, but I'm so excited because Mm. this is something that we've always wanted to do with the podcast, just really take it to that next level. You know, we started trial and error literally on your couch in 2019 with a little lapel mic connected (laughs) to an iPhone. Half the time it would unplug or the camera wouldn't work. Going through Zoom, made 181 episodes, and then we came to a turning point. We needed to have a break. Will we continue or will this break be indefinitely? Mm, Yeah, a lot of people get to these sort of periods where they have to reassess what they're doing and question stuff. And I think that they, they, I don't know, they look at it with like a negative mindset. And I know we got to that point, Danny, where what got us from A to B wasn't going to get us from B to C. And we had to take a hard look at what we were doing. And a lot of our systems and processes and the way in which we'd run the podcast since 2019, like had not changed. We'd been through lockdown. I had completely changed careers. So would you, Danny. Like we had changed, but the podcast hadn't, right? And we went through this phase where we were like, are we going to keep doing things the way that we've done or... I hate to say it. Are we going to level up? Are we going to go <laughs> take things say it. to the next level? I just can't. I cringe every time I say that. But it's our catchphrase. I know. Cringe. It's why we're here, though. And, you know, I had a moment of gratitude when I was driving down to Melbourne today um, to record this where I was like, I would have killed for this years ago to be in this position. And I know a lot of people might be watching us now being like, that'd be so awesome. But it's been an absolute grind to get here. Like, we, this is the first time we've had a break, right? in years from the podcast and I would love to hear from you Danny but what do you what did you think about like over those weeks when we had the break like was there anything that sort of came to mind where you could like reflect and take stock it was interesting I mean everyone dreams of being in a fancy recording studio Mm. you know with one of their closest friends in the world and just being able to have a podcast but then I feel like it's something you have to earn the right to be in this position and I feel like when we were, were in the break, mm. it allowed me personally to reflect on the hours and hours and hours of work, time and effort that we did put into the first, you know, 181 episodes. I felt mm. super worthy to be in this position. And not saying that you can't start like that, but it is an investment, you know, you need to really put all of your resources into there. And, you know, at the start, when we did start the podcast, it was sort of the the coolest thing we were doing Mm. to do with health and fitness, right? We're starting a podcast, it was having amazing traction. And then, as Mm. you said, we changed careers and changed our life. And then all of a sudden the podcast was still going, consistent, stagnant, but our empires grew around us. Mm. And all of a sudden, rather than being at the forefront of what we were doing, it was on the back burner. Yeah. So, yeah, it did get to that point where I'm so happy that you and I remain aligned on, okay, let's start taking it seriously now because originally mm. we didn't want that pressure. Yep. We didn't want it to feel like work. We wanted just to catch up every week and have fun and see what happened. But mm. now I feel like we've really earned the right to treat it a little bit more seriously, mm. which 
you know, my heart's racing because it's so new and, and exciting without losing ourselves, of course. Mm. But we want to be able to put in the amount of effort for you guys, the listeners, because they've stuck with us the whole time. Mm. And the community and the feedback is incredible that I feel like it's our duty to then now reciprocate what we have been given and give them a way better experience. Yeah. I think it's so important as well that whenever you go into any project or partnership with someone that you align on so many levels and like there's been times and you know you won't mind me saying this Danny where we've had conversations you know about directions that we're doing things that we believe in things we want to talk about things we don't want to talk about like different opinions with training and nutrition and competing and like we've sort of like grown with each other but also respected each other and that's something I really appreciate um, about you Danny is that like if something's not working I know I can bring it up and you've got the same part of you that's like you know what if it's not like quality and if it's not aligning like I don't want to do it either and as you mentioned like being in this position now it's something that I just have a lot of gratitude for but then I'm like so excited and I thought it was like nervousness at the start I was like oh I'm nervous but I'm like no I'm just like genuinely excited to be able to get to this point put the time the energy into you know this piece of us and be able to provide a lot of value to everyone else because in a world that is so short form content and everything's so quick and grabby and shallow like I crave and I don't know if you know people listening but I crave deeper connection and I crave deeper conversations like the superficial stuff that you see on Instagram and TikTok and and even podcasts are getting so short these days like 15 minutes like I get it but what about the deeper conversations? So I'm really excited to be able to have them like around all of the areas that we already talk about, but then even get a little bit more into who we're growing in as well, because I feel like we've changed so much over the years. And I was reflecting on this the other day because I pulled up our notes, Danny, from episode one, 2019. <laughs> oh there, was no. a, there was a spreadsheet on there. There was a graph with training, nutrition, competing. And I was like, can't use any of this. Like this can all go in the bin because we've changed so much. So I'm excited to be able to have like a different lens to the podcast for this next season. Absolutely. And I do remember that spreadsheet. I remember being in charge <laughs> of all the notes at the start because that yep. was such my personality and you were such a free spirit. But now I feel like the roles have reversed. Swapped. I finally just giving myself a break from being so rigid and analytic. Mm. And then you've come in being more organized and but it complements well yeah. based on where we're at in life. So true. Why do you think just pausing on that? Why yeah. do you think that's happened? Like at the start, I think I don't know if anyone picks up on this in the episodes, but at the start, I was so, she'll be right, like, <laughs> go with the flow, Danny, I don't need a note, it's fine. <laughs> and you were like, no, 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 like, 11.15, we'll be there, here's the spreadsheet, Google Drive, and it worked so well because it was like yin and yang, and that's sort of yeah. where that came from. And over the years, I feel like we haven't changed, but we've been able to dip into those other traits and really be able to develop that. And I'm just, I'm curious to hear from you, why do you feel like you've been able to like loosen up a little bit? I feel like, yeah, good question. Um, definitely what I do in a day-to-day -day isn't so time-based and appointment-based. Mm. You know, we were both yep. in university, you know what it's like. From high school to uni, you have to be a certain place at a certain time. Uh, then, you know, graduating and having a clients on the clock. You know, you might have five minutes to eat in the break. Everything mm. had to be scheduled yep. in order to move efficiently but I got sick of that. I mean, how long can you be so rigid and kind of in fight or flight for on the daily? 
where I realized, hang on a minute, I'm going to change my life and put myself in a position where I can have more flexibility. I mean, I still have things and appointments, but it's not back to back to back mm. to back. So I think getting so used to being extremely time-based and organized just carried out into mm. everything, such as writing the podcast notes. Mm. And I remember you saying when you were a nurse, you didn't know what to expect on the job, you know? You, yeah, do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, I was literally, as you were saying that, I was like, that explains so much. Yeah. And even for me, like when we started the podcast, I wasn't even working in this industry or True. this world. I was a shift worker. <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I was planning before I knew it was the world, the universe, right? But as you mentioned, like when you're a shift worker, you can't plan. Like I couldn't just sit down. I knew what shifts I was working and then I molded my life around that. But, you know, you, you could easily just have to stay and do overtime and nothing was ever guaranteed. So I'm really grateful for that because I sort of learnt to be flexible. And I think a big part of why I am a little bit more structured now is because being in business, you sort of have to be. And I live by Google Calendar mm. and Luke, my partner, is the complete opposite times 10 to me um, where we have a spreadsheet for everything. So, <laughs> and I love that about him. And it's, it's something that I'm grateful that I've got a little bit of now, nowhere near as much as him, but being able to like lean into those other things and be able to utilize those, like I think it's important because I do think you need a little bit of both. You can't be just a free spirit all the time. You need to know how to tighten things up um, and vice versa. So I think going from that to now business where everything is so data driven and it's not just impacting me, like the decisions I make have a big ripple effect across the business. It's sort of, it's important to to take that with responsibility and, and you know, treat it the way it should be. So. I love that we've been able to sort of see that because I think sometimes we can just not reflect on those areas and they just sort of, we miss them. We miss the progress. Oh yeah, we are so different from now back compared to 2019. Mm. Like. I feel like I was a baby then. Oh, it's yeah. We look back on the photos and I'm like, Danny, why do I look 12? We literally look 12 <laughs> and even our voices were more high-pitched. I, I don't know what that is. It's only been four years. Imagine 10 years down yeah. the track. But like Adult puberty. Adult, well, <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just crazy how much you do grow and are shaped mm. by the situations that you're put in. And that's why we wanted to make changes to the podcast because we still felt that there was a little bit of the past still mm. lingering around. I mean, it was still very, you know, young bikini girls and, and we still had, we did have a bit of a transition, but I don't feel like it was fully reflective of who we are now. Mm. Um, maybe, you know, and it's not about changing our personalities, but naturally we've changed yep. and we want to showcase our knowledge now because mm. this podcast is about helping people yes in training nutrition mindset the typical three but what about business what about life experience what about communication and relationships mm. all of those things that we've grown into you know not making a decision willy-nilly because it does affect mm. other people that's what we wanted to uh, mold into this podcast and then be able to bring on guests accordingly as mm. well so having a live studio we can actually sit down with our guests you mm. know Melbourne, Sydney, and all of that. So bring them in and bring in people even outside of the health and fitness mm. industry just to really teach people what we're learning, but then so we can continue to learn as well. Yep. Even touching on that, like when you think back to 2019, 
how do you feel like your values have changed since then? Like, do you feel like they've evolved or they're any different to maybe back then? I think, yeah, back then it was very centred around still helping other people, but myself, my own journey. I was single, you know, I didn't have many commitments. I just had my work, my training. I just moved out of home. I feel like I was a baby. Mm. Very happy-go-lucky. A little bit less anxious than what I am now. A <laughs> little bit more naive. It was. Yep. It's just really interesting. And I feel like I've turned into more of an adult, which, mm. you know, I make more educated decisions. I think a little bit more worst-case scenario based off things that have happened. Um, it's really interesting. A little bit more... Um, settled back yep. then I feel like I was a firecracker running around having the best time in the world yeah but when you get into business when you get into relationships when you go through lockdowns like everything shapes you mm. uh, so I think my main differences are I've just been exposed to way more situations that are actually life-shaping mm. and um, are involved with all kinds of people, not just people in my small circle. Yeah, perspective, right? Like, yeah. the more experiences we have, the the more it sort of shapes us as well. And I think so much, not even just in our lives, but in the world, has changed like over the last three years. That it's like insane. Like, if you if you told us episode one, like this is all gonna unfold in the world, like <laughs> I'd be like radio. Like you wouldn't even <laughs> expect it. So I completely agree. I feel like when we started. Right. If you had asked us what our what were our values of level up when we started, we'd be like, oh yeah, training, nutrition, competing. Like we would <laughs> list the things that we use rather than realizing that training and nutrition is a way in which we look after ourselves, or as a way in which we challenge ourselves, or or strive for personal growth, or other areas, self improvement. And I think that's probably I probably realized that we use the things that we do as resources or tools or ways in which to be able to work on ourselves. And I think when we come back to even the podcast, if we reflect on the episodes and some of the guests that we've had on and the topics and the discussion, training's a big part of it, nutrition's a big part of it, and competing was a big part of it. But is it the the value? Is it the principle? No, like I don't think it is. So I feel like we've got just a different frame where we're now we're sort of coming back to the podcast with a bit more understanding on maybe the direction that we want to go into and therefore the, the deeper conversations that we want to have and also the outcome of why we're here. Totally. So you asked me the question, but I'll ask you back. How do you feel that you've changed briefly in um since 2019 briefly you want me to keep it short i know that's the whole episode (laughs) right (laughs) Um, no don't keep it short expand elaborate i think for me back in 2019 i was going through a massive transition phase like i was i'd finished my postgrad studies i'd moved to melbourne i thought i was going to pursue my dream career at the dream hospital become like you know a senior midwife and do all this stuff and I think going through that period, because it was literally lined up with the podcast, it was like the last show, I'd just gone to Melbourne, finished my first year. I think I was just going through like a big transitional period and I think it sort of came off in the podcast as well, like when I was probably sharing. So I think for me, like like you said, it was so much about me not realising the growth that I was sort of going through. And I don't think I've changed so much as a person. Like, I'm definitely still the same person. I just think I value different things. And I remember I remember we've had so many conversations, Danny, so many vulnerable, vulnerable conversations on the podcast where I've been like, 
sharing, you know, my limiting beliefs around not being smart enough, not knowing what I'm doing. And I can confidently say that, yeah, sometimes those voices are like they're in the background, but they, they don't dictate what I do. So I just feel like for me, I've just grown a lot as a person. And I don't like the, the saying of like discovering myself, but like finding my voice and finding like what my true passion is and being okay with changing directions. Like that's been a massive theme for me over the last couple of years is just being okay with starting something and not having like this sunk cost fallacy thing show up where I feel like I have to finish it or prove it to anyone else, but just being okay with saying, this actually isn't what I wanna do. I wanna do something else. And I, I don't even know if that's gonna be the last time that happens, right? I'm only 29, I, I think I'm gonna have more transitions. And this is actually right here and now, this is one of those transitions where we started the podcast in a particular way and it's so easy just to continue doing stuff in a particular way, but being okay to pivot and change to make sure that you can keep growing in areas, I think that's something that's become a big value. Like I see a lot of, um, a lot of benefit in being able to pause, question, things not work out, sort of fail forward and go down that aspect. Totally, totally agree. And it is a difficult conversation to have mm. or, you know, one person might notice it, whether it be a working relationship, romantic, a friend, you know, you start to realise when mm. things aren't working as well as what you like. And it takes um, real guts just to bring it up and say, hang on a minute, mm, something doesn't feel right anymore or I might feel a little bit of resistance to what we're doing and it you know you need that emotional intelligence to not take it as a personal attack mm. it's like which is hard easier said than done but you need to be objective and I know you're very data driven same as well and we sort of just realize okay I'm you're more data driven than me I think I oh I don't know oh uh, yeah I mean <laughs> like I see the number you know we've had over a million downloads and I get so excited but then we kind of have to think okay that is look it's really epic and I'm not going to take away from that but we had to realize okay that's over the course of three years yep. are the numbers actually increasing what's the yep. retention how long are people actually listening things like that so we started actually looking at that kind of data and yeah, feelings came up and we go, okay, we need to have a conversation. Yep. We can either, we need to pause. Well, you brought it up actually, we'll have a break. And initially I'm like, oh, are we gonna break up? <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm breaking up with you. Am I getting dumped? <laughs> That's like the quick thought, but then, you know, we're so cool with talking about that yep. kind of stuff that, you know, we paused, yep. refined, and now we're back. So yeah, changing and growing and pivoting, mm. back to what you're originally saying, is definitely a value. And yep. you mentioned not proving anything to anyone. I think it's quite freeing when you can be in a position where you are simply led by your passion and your desires rather than being chased by an imaginary person who mm. you're trying to prove wrong, yep. you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. A big part of me and like everything I do is has to be growing has to be moving forward, has to be contributing to more than me. You know, there has to be rationale and reasoning behind why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I also have this big part of me that it, it also needs to benefit other people. So I hate feeling selfish in the things that I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? That's, I know that's like a part of me that sort of shows up, but I like to know that if I'm 
like spending time, money, energy, resources, that it's not for my own selfish pursuit as well. And I genuinely know that the direction that we're taking even with the podcast is, is not just for myself, of course, but being able to do that in such a greater way and be able to see things grow is something that is really important. So I know that's a very common value of yours as well. Like if you're gonna do it, do it well. And that's just something I always think about. Like I'm not here to do things half assed like, if I'm going to do it, like throw some money into it, throw some energy into it. Everything always takes more money, energy and time than what you think as well. So you've got to be prepared to actually lean into that and do it. And I know that you think exactly the same. And I think one of the benefits as well of like our partnership, Danny, is we have done so much self-awareness work together where I know we've had Michelle previously on the podcast and we've gone through AON together and mentoring and I've, you know, heard some of your biggest limiting beliefs and the parts of you that drive you to do what you do and vice versa. And I think being able to have knowledge and understanding about those things, it makes you like unstoppable as like in a partnership, right? And I, I have that with Luke and I know you'd have that with Paul, but that's what actually drives things to work. It's less about the thing and it's more about the people that you actually do it with. So that's why I feel like I'm so confident in being able to move forward with what we're doing. Like I'm never breaking up with you. I hope you never break up <laughs> with me, but you know, things break up and you know, partners break up because there's no communication, right? And that's just, that's just an obstacle that we don't have. Yeah, it's it's a blessing and a curse being so driven, right? Mm. And always wanting to change and move forward. Um, do you struggle to sit still and not work on things? Because I know I definitely do. Hundred percent. Yeah. One of my biggest, one of my biggest strengths, but also limitations is my ability to stop and pause and reflect. And like you said, I remember when you're like, "Sure, I've had over a million downloads," and I'm like, "Okay." You know, and you're like, I know, oh, man, <laughs> give me something. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, I don't want to rob you of that, um, that massive achievement. <laughs> but there's just a piece of me that doesn't like to stop and smell the roses. Mm. And I, I know that, you know, it's, it's not a piece of me that I love, but it's also a piece of me that makes me want more and like that doesn't settle. And I think everyone that works with me on the team knows that. And they're like, oh God, Charles not happy. But it's not the way it is. It's just that ambition. So I have to consciously stop to be like, you know what? That is epic. Like that is a really good job. And I know that the people around me help me do that. You help me do that. Mm -hmm. But is that something that you struggle with or are you pretty good? I feel like you're great at stopping. And well, I celebrated when you reached 100,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> I'm celebrating all your milestones. I think because obviously I've got quite high expectations on myself and I do visualize, like I know all of these things are gonna happen. <laughs> do you remember I sent you a post? You're like, I mean, I sent you a message. You're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna be happy for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, I feel like just based on my upbringing, I knew I was always so driven and going to make amazing things happen in life, which mm, you know, relative. You know it's just a feeling and just not wanting to do what everyone around me was yep. doing. I'm like, I really don't feel like I fit in with a lot of people. Mm. That's before social media. That's because that's before I could Instagram you and we could talk and I yep. say, oh, a like-minded person. You know, I didn't really yep. have much of that. And sometimes when you're creating your own path you can't mirror anyone else or model what other people have been mm. doing so i always knew deep down inside i was going to be different i wasn't mm. just going to have the job that you know the year 12 coordinator recommended on on the computer quiz you know yeah. those quizzes we had to do <laughs> i couldn't do it so 
it's still a part of me that is almost surprised, but then not really. I feel mm. like I have to celebrate the milestones because I have been stuck in loops where you are in autopilot and then you actually feel never satisfied with what you've done where so many people around you could be congratulating you but then you don't actually feel worthy or you don't recognize how amazing that thing is because we're so driven mm. forward. So it's that fine balance between pausing, stopping to smell the roses, as you said, but then not getting complacent. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the episode, please share it with a friend or share it on your socials and don't forget to tag us. Comparison is just the biggest thing that chews people up because even like sometimes I have that in the back of my mind that it's like, oh, is it that good? You know, you've got that piece being like, oh, in comparison to who and what, you know, and it's so important to ask yourself that, like to who and to what, because I think what you're highlighting there is without comparison, everything's an achievement. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter how small or how big it is. And I think sometimes we have these milestones in the back of our head of a oh, hundred thousand followers, a million listens. We have these milestones and it's like, who actually set that, right? And it's actually one of the things I'm really grateful for is I got into this lifestyle before social media. Like I got into health and fitness, I got into competing before social media. And I just think I loved that because there was no one else around me. And I remember you just do it for the love of it, right? And sometimes you can get lost in all of the algorithms and externalized aspects and validation on the outside. And it's also difficult because it's, business for us too so we, you know it's it, data we have to sort of use that to our advantage as well but I think for everyone it's so important to zoom out from time to time and like you said I should probably take my own advice but be mm. able to take stock of where you are versus where you started and make sure that you're not you know comparing yourself to other people and what they're doing even this podcast right like I know there's probably going to be people sitting watching this podcast going wow that's so awesome but it did start like that you know it really didn't start like that and not enough people show the journey of like, sh well, show me the five years that it took you to get to that point. Everyone wants to earn like a million dollars in 30 days or grow to $100,000 in six months or whatever it is. You know, everyone's got these external goals that are not only unrealistic, but they're just clickbait. And no one shows you, like I said, the, the three, five, 10 year timelines that usually take people to get to where they are. And it would be quite an empty feeling to get to that I mean, look, I wouldn't mind getting $100,000 in six months, but, <laughs> you know, it depends yeah. on how you get there yeah. and where that number comes from. Did you pick that number because it sounds mm. cool or did you actually sit down, do your budgeting, work out how much you need to be earning to have a certain lifestyle? Mm -hmm. You know, people think, yes, the more money I earn or the more followers I get or yeah. all of this will bring me happiness, but then most people sacrifice their health and well-being. Mm -hmm. So in order to get there and then what's it worth you mm. can't enjoy the thing you were striving for mm. and it's very much like not it's not very much like the podcast but turning it back to talk to the podcast quality over quantity now because every week we were showing up for 180 weeks or 181 including the little goodbye episode whatever we did <laughs> 180 weeks we showed up because you and I don't like not showing up right mm. and then to use your phrase before, we actually didn't stop to smell the roses because the rose was pretty wilted. You know, we realised, hang on a minute, we haven't actually watered that rose in a while. We need to really stop and work out how to bring it back to life. And it's not about just doing more and more and more and more and more. How about we do less episodes, 
but better quality mm. and that way you know we don't have to get exhausted or we don't have to start to resent what we're doing and just really shift it in that way so I feel like that can apply to anything and anyone really it's like okay you've set yourself a goal but at what cost yeah absolutely I think it goes down to the old I see this all the time and you'd see it all the time but the personal trainer that doesn't do their own training because they're burnt out you know it's the same with the business owner that's so exhausted that they can't show up for their team and if you ever like catch little red flags along the way that you're starting to get tired or for me like if I lose motivation it's a huge red flag because I'm very self-motivated so like if I'm not motivated to do something it's like a warning sign that so there's there's friction like something's not working you need to change it and a lot of people go oh motivation you know you can't rely on it it is a symptom though, right? Like if you're losing drive or motivation or ambition towards something, you need to get curious about it and not just go, oh, discipline, you know, be disciplined, show up. And we are very good at showing up, don't get me wrong, because we have that piece of us. And I think the old athlete mindset is like, do the work, just do the work every week, do the work, no break. Oh, seasons, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> <True>. <laughs> we understand that now. So I think it's about like reassessing like the way in which you do things, right? And it is it is a great metaphor for life because you can't just keep flogging yourself, doing something the same way you have forever. Like things change and you have to change and evolve, right? And I know that since we started, we've both gone into business, right? And that's a whole nother aspect that we've had to throw on top. And my God, I've learned some things, right? And it directly applies to sort of what we're doing here. Like what got you from A to B just won't get you from B to C. And it's not always about quantity. Like it's also about our metrics of success because it's not just, like you said, some people's metrics are following or status or income or whatever, but our metrics are a little bit different here and we have different drivers of success. So being able to stop and smell the roses and water them again a little bit and just be like, take a breath, <laughs> um, super important. But then it's about, well, what is the garden that you can now grow, right? Once everything's blooming and you've put the energy into it again. How good, we might get a gardening sponsorship. I reckon. <laughs> There's always an analogy that's the theme of, <laughs> yeah. of the episode. So Take the gardening is, is the one. Yes. Um, you know, we're saying, okay, change, change, change. If mm. you if you like progress, change. And we've mentioned that word a fair bit, but change is freaking scary. Mm. Change is so hard. It's why people don't do it. Yeah. So, like, what do you think is the best advice to give someone around the fear of change, you mm. know, and how to overcome it when it does arise? Because it yeah. will arise. Yeah. Well, I'll put my lens on... I remember when I quit my job as a midwife, it was the hardest thing I've ever done to this date. The hardest thing is just pulling the trigger, to be honest, and making that initial move on anything that you know you should do, right? And I'll look back now, I'm like, should have done it six months earlier, at mm. least minimum, right? And there's, there's parts of me now that kick myself for not doing it earlier, right? It's, there's, it's always gonna be there. So I now like to use that as a catalyst to remind me, don't wait. Like, you will kick yourself. Do you want regret? You know, and I think time is so precious and valuable and you don't really understand that or appreciate that in your early 20s. You're like, oh, you just feel like you've got forever. But like, I'm just constantly reminded of how short life is and that you don't get forever. And timing's actually really important, especially as a female, especially in the business world, especially when you want to grow something because we both know how long it actually takes. It takes years, it takes decades to actually do something and really grow it to its full potential because you just can't cheat time, right? You can throw money into things, but you can't cheat time and consistency. So for me, it's always that conversation about 
just don't wait because you're going to regret it. And there's been things that I have not done when I should have and been able to look back on and gone, I missed that opportunity, right? Because opportunities don't actually wait. So you have to have your own internal thing and I like to resource out to other people like I always have conversations with Luke being like naming things that I know is obvious like I just don't want to let this person down and I know how ridiculous that sounds but I feel bad for doing this you know and it's okay because that's usually what holds us back is what other people think like I loved my unit manager and I didn't want to quit to her because I was like I "I really (laughs) like you so I remember that fear of like letting her down letting my parents down wasting seven years of study like it just felt like I was losing but then I wasn't realizing all that I was gaining right and I just knew at that age that if I didn't make change and didn't pivot that it the the opportunity would pass me and it would have it absolutely would have passed me so being able to reflect on experiences that I've had now allows me to act quicker do you know what I mean like a lot of the things that we miss it's because we didn't have the conversation soon enough we just we're beating around the bush we were like oh no it'll figure itself out we don't make action so I'm a lot better not great I'm a lot better at having swift action Taylor Swift sales <laughs> <laughs> tickets are selling out everywhere oh, I just thought of that. Oh. well have you had any situations for you that like helps you take prompt action when you need to yeah I mean I've definitely got two parts of me mm-hmm. the, the swift action taker <laughs> my taylor, taylor comes part. out she, my taylor swift part my taylor swift part comes out she cannot sing to save her life so don't get mixed up not me as in the real I was taylor, say, be careful the real taylor swift is, is iconic the danny taylor swift is fast but can't sing yeah anyway back to what we're talking about sometimes i make decisions really 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 quick and it's awesome until you go oh probably should have done a little bit of mm. research first because now i'm in this situation yet you can get out of it in most cases or you give yourself a talk and say look i chose to do it anyway it was the right decision in that moment and then i've got the part of me who is also very slow at making decisions Um, sometimes i know i need to do something because that gut instinct is instant Mm. but then the action to follow you know you might give people the benefit of the doubt or as you said you don't want to let anyone down or it's comfortable where you are and and all of that but then if you hold on to a scenario that is already getting a little bit more uncomfortable day in day out if the longer you hold on the worse it's going to be and you're probably going to let more people down Mm. because then you start to resent the situation you're in you overanalyze so you get paralysis by analysis Um, so when it comes to making decisions make informed decisions but then also don't overthink Mm. because we can't actually predict everything that's going to happen to us in the future so I would rather make a quick decision like yourself and then deal with it because I wouldn't be where I am now if I could foresee all the troubles that was going to come my way and our way you know in life so you almost don't want to know too much, but you don't want to know too little. Mm. But the fear is always going to come. Yep. It's easy to leave if you feel bad about where you're yeah. at. It's like trying to break up with someone. I remember I had to, bless, I hope, no, there's no way he'll listen to this when I was <laughs> 21. 
you just had to i had to break a relationship but he was so nice mm. there was nothing wrong with him yeah. but i was just ready to move on to a different chapter and that was one of the hardest things mm. because i couldn't actually give a valid quote-unquote reason mm -hmm. whereas you know if someone does something to really harm you and you're like no nah, this sucks i'm leaving i feel like that is a lot easier 100%. right yeah i completely relate with that because i remember saying like i like this but i don't love it you know, and I actually think that's harder yeah. when you've got to let go of something that's okay. Like you said, I was, I've been in a similar situation where you're like, they're so good to me. <laughs> I just don't want it. You know, it's really difficult to have to do that. It's so much easier to cut ties with something that you don't like. Totally. Mm. But I feel like it's important to get a little bit of information or ask for help. Uh, when it came to our careers, there weren't that many people. I mean... Like we met through Instagram, you know, you slid yep. in the DM, saw we were going to one of the WBFF shows, mm. found a like-minded community. Um, but then aside from people on the internet, which was not until we we're in our mid-20s, you know, there were a few books that I found that really opened my eyes up to a world outside. You know, I didn't really get much from school aside from the topics I was learning, but something about books and then the emerging social media mm. that really allowed me to go hang on a minute there is a whole nother world out 100%. here and then you learn that hmm, maybe the life that i'm living can actually change once you have that realization then you are unstoppable yeah absolutely i was actually it's so funny i was talking to luke about this the other night i can't remember what the question was we're going through these cards that sort oh, yeah. of prompt conversation and i we were sort of reflecting around the lines of like what's something that you used to value a lot that you no longer do or something that you've been able to let go of around those lines and mine was around the way in which everything's so laid out for us like conforming to a particular way of doing stuff and like you said i remember going into careers and sort of it was almost like well you get your attar and then the one that's close enough but as high as it can yeah. right then that's the career that you would almost do and then it would be like go to uni move away get a house have a partner have a kid you know and it was just like that sort of regimented stuff and what we've done and probably a lot of people listening to this is just so far from mainstream and normal of what a career is and even like 10 years ago like personal training was not really seen as like a career online coaching didn't even exist I don't even know like where were apps in the game they were definitely around but you know we're both developing or have developed apps and that's just the things that we're doing it's like not really something that has been shown in front of you and it's it's so much easier when you work and you have like a, a job description and something that you know it's the blueprint of what you're supposed to do right and we've had this conversation it's like it's so hard when there's no blueprint like even with podcasting it's like well, what do we do if something's not working what's next what's the next step right and it's it's really hard to be able to take those steps and move forward and just go off your gut instinct but that's really what you have to do if you want to be able to pivot and do something that's like out of the normal ways of, of moving through life oh yeah and we definitely get those jittery feelings mm. you know excitement fear all yeah. in one when we do do something new but i know we know you learn how to handle those feelings and that when they arise it means that that activity or that change is really important mm. and you are excited because for us stagnancy is way worse than feeling nervous for something yep. or excited for something and we are just the kinds of people that we've migrated towards each other because we are the ones that want to pave the way. Mm -hmm. Probably a little bit stubborn. I don't want to work for other people, <laughs> you know. I, I don't want to be in a blueprint where When I was the last time you worked for someone? 
Uh, I've worked with people as contractors mm. um, when I graduated, so maybe in 2020, just working at other clinics, but in terms of actually working for someone, not an, I was in working in a cafe. <laughs> I don't know, it's yeah, been right. a little while. <laughs> Long time. Long time, yeah, because as a contractor in the health industry, I was able to still mould mm. my way of practising and what I wanted to do. So just, yeah, naturally I knew, and I know you have the same, that we have a unique skill set in which we can offer to people mm. because it all comes down to, yes, doing what you want to do for a career, but that comes off the back end of the the way in which you can help other people mm. and we have the gifts like you thought at the start when you mentioned oh I've wasted all this study but mm. now you've used your skill as a midwife to then combine with coaching women creating the women's health movement you know so I used all my years of working in different clinics taking bits and pieces and competing and molding it all into one and doing what I do now as well so it's it's like we're creating our own blueprints. Mm. But going back to the comparison piece, how can you, like, you, let's use you and I, for example. Even if we tried to compare to one another, we physically couldn't because of the tiny, intricate details across our lifespan that has led us right now on this couch talking to one another. Mm. It is impossible to try and copy one another. Mm. So why wouldn't we, and again, easier said than done, just turn inwards and just worry about what we're doing and the difference we're making as an individual rather yeah. than staring on social media at other people in their fancy life and, and all of that, which we know is not true anyway. Yeah, so much easier said than done, like you said, yeah. but it's so important to remind yourself and even like, you know, I listen back to the podcast every now and then, but <laughs> like sometimes the advice that we give out and I give out is the advice that I need to give myself to and it's almost like reminders it's like even in coaching calls like I'm like yep do this do that like that's fine um and giving out analogies and just like different perspectives but usually we give out the advice that we need for ourselves too so there's always going to be times where we have imposter syndrome and comparison pop up and all these other things too but I guess even us like our our hope with the podcast and in general and a lot of what I do on socials and I'm sure you as well Danny is like we just want to be able to encourage people to confidently pave their own path and be okay with it so I just I still somatically remember in my body how uncomfortable it is to like quit a job say no like have a hard conversation with someone and you know put yourself in vulnerable situations and put yourself out there into the world because as you said like people and things and opportunities they don't just come into your life you actually have to seek them out and put yourself in that environment to be able to take those opportunities totally and you know i don't want everyone who's listening to now think that they have to quit their job all of a sudden yeah. and just quit your job leave their partners <laughs> and just make a change yeah. but i'm saying the option is yeah. there if you are considering it at your own pace but you know there is a beauty in teamwork right yes. you don't have to be the founder or the ceo of everything you know you might be working really well as part of a team and then you have your specialty that then you can present to that person. Mm. It's just, I think we really wanna let people know to think outside the box. Mm. And just because we were taught one way growing up doesn't mean that it has to always be that way, as long as it aligns to our ever-changing values. Yep. Well, when you think about it, even like podcasting sort of weird, isn't it? Like, it's a bit weird. It is a little bit weird. And <laughs> like how much it's evolved and what it is. But I just think it's so cool that we can sort of sit here. And something I'm really excited about is being able to do this in person with you because 
guys, learning how to do a podcast on Zoom had its challenges. <laughs> Danny would be frozen on the screen. I'd be like, oh, keep talking. Just so I don't know when she's going to come back. And, then, you know, you just got these things that pop up and nothing beats just being able to sit on a couch and have a conversation with someone. So that's the one thing I'm super pumped for. Is there any couch, that, was it? The couch. <laughs> just being on a couch with Danny. <laughs> I feel like that's a privilege in itself. <laughs> You're too sweet to me, but no, definitely excited for the couch. They're good <laughs> to see you. Hopefully it's a fold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, definitely excited to be able to be face to face with you and you know our guests that we have on. I'm really, I'm so proud of us for sticking it out for mm. this long. I want you to read out that stat about the podcast. I Ooh, know we skipped down, but pretty cool stat. I did see this on a podcast. Oh, I heard it on a podcast and wrote it down. But 90% of podcasts don't make it past episode three. And of the 10% that do, 90% don't make it past episode 20. So that makes 21 episodes, uh, makes you in the 1% of podcasters in history, right? So when I read that and heard that of the chances of us even being here and the traits and the characteristics and the resilience and the consistency and the doing all the mundane boring stuff like the that has to happen do you know what I mean to get that and that those things I'm like oh yeah right like it gives me a comparison point (laughs) firstly (laughs) but then it's like we're not fortunate or lucky we're hard workers and it's important to acknowledge that because that's why we're here. So that's why I'm so excited because I'm like, if we can get through all of that, a pandemic, moving from Skype to Zoom, from lapels and everything in between, blowing light bulbs, dropping cameras, everything else, um, you flying down to being here and being able to continue the podcast, it makes me excited for the future. Yeah, so we look forward to really taking all of you guys on the next ride and, mm. and I think we've allowed we have been able to show up time and time again because this is a platform where we are our true selves. Yep. We've shared a lot on here, you know. Mm. We aren't scared to really take people through the highs and lows of our journey. There have been some really low times, but we still show up and we might have a chat privately mm. beforehand just to get regulated and in the zone, but then we still show up and yep. use it as a lesson because the last thing that we want to appear is perfect always have our shit together you know we're learning too and we want to continue to take everyone with us yeah absolutely excited and i just wanted to give like a big shout out to everyone that supported us as well like along the way to be able to get to this point because i i feel like i say this all the time but it's like just we're just starting um (laughs) as well so thanks everyone for listening and always tuning in and you guys that have been listening to us for years and years and years um we're pumped to be able to get into the next season season two here we are thanks guys if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a five-star review and hit follow so you can stay up to date with our weekly podcast.